and welcome to episode 222, all the twos of the Regular Features Podcast. I like to think all of, each one of us is one of the twos, assembled at last two. in the Council of Twos. Everyone say two in turn. Two. 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 Oh shit, that's 222,000 episodes. <laughs> oh, this is a regular features comedy episode of Omni podcast, podcast that we do. And you know what? How much fun is it? It's inauspicious how much fun it is. <laughs> it is probably the most fun thing that I've done today. And boy, oh boy, have I done some fun things today. Have Talking you? of number twos, guess what I did? <laughs> guess what I did today? Did you do three twos? No. A poop? A woman put her finger up my ass. Really? Yeah. And, and not in a sex way. And how did your ass respond to that? It's uh, never was, not in was, a sex was it, way. It was, was it all a quiver? It was <laughs> fine. It was a bit cold. She told me to be relaxed, but I thought, I know how to do this. And uh, yeah, it was great. Although afterwards, it was at a doctor's thing, and they just thought that they were just checking something wasn't wrong. It wasn't. So my ass Ooh. is absolutely fine. That's what the doctor says. Mm. Brilliant. Um, how many eyes and fine? <laughs> fine, <laughs> motherfucker. That's what she wrote on the forms. Um, oh damn! Yeah, yeah, she wrote that. But the thing I, I couldn't I, get over I, is I didn't want to stop at one finger. I didn't see what she did with her hand before she put a finger up my bum. Did she put it in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I assume she, she linked her thumb before and kissed them like an Italian chef. <laughs> Bellissimo. She quietly whispered. No, I didn't see what she did, but I assume that she put on like a, a latex glove or something. But Afterwards, I couldn't help but notice when she was talking to me afterwards and typing information to the computer. Ugh, um, she still had a shitty glove on and all her <laughs> keyboard was mucky. <laughs> smeared. Poop stains on the S. <laughs> because, no, but just the S. Because she was typing like a snake. <laughs> like a dirty snake. <laughs> a snake chuckling to itself about where it's just had its finger. Take them half fingers. Oh, no, one, one of her fingers, right, one of her fingers, uh, like, was still, like, wet all over it, as if she'd, like, cleaned that finger with a, like, antibacterial wipe. And I thought to myself, does that mean that she just, like, used her finger and then just cleaned, want that, cleaned that finger afterwards? Or... Perhaps more sensibly, she used gloves, but even though she's a doctor and she knows that poo cannot permeate latex rubber, she has mm. washed her finger afterwards anyway just to make herself feel. If it's the first one, that's... Imagine if she gets home every night to her husband and goes, oh, my fingernails are filthy again. <laughs> exactly. I was like, I just sort of... It, Why isn't my husband coming when I beckon him? <laughs> it just unquieted me. I'm like, why is your finger wet? Surely you wore a glove. And then in that... What I will suggest is that it's, it is for your benefit. It is the theatre of cleanliness, so you can't say... That's a good She had a finger mouse. She didn't even wash him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Maybe. Anyway, that's what I did today, and that's what I thought about afterwards. Welcome to the Theatre of Cleanliness. Was this the Theatre of Cleanliness? I don't know, no, no. Was that the Theatre of Cleanliness? Are we in it now? I think that was Act 1 of the Theatre of Cleanliness. I bet it all comes undone in the second act. And then it gets really clean at the end. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) There's some filth. There's some proper filth coming up in this episode of Regular Features, let me tell you. Shall we proceed with caution or without (laughs) caution? Gay abandon, please. Gay abandon, it is. And I just thought it might be nice if we could listen to some regular features. 
Before we feature, I just want to say a quick thank you to four people. Because I've been away for a very, very long time, I didn't realise that, that something that might continue to happen in my absence was people buying T-shirts. And so we had an email from somebody saying, oh, we have regular features T-shirts. We have, you can buy them. Merch. But don't tell people because then I'll have to post more of them out and I'll forget and they won't get them for months. Anyway, somebody... No, you can have one if you want. I will post it. Somebody <laughs> said that they they like hadn't had it and they ordered it like a month ago. And I was like, the resor- oh no! They resorted to DMing me on Twitter, and I'm, like I'm a reliable member of the team. I do like it when people just decide that one person is the person to ask. People frequently ask Gav about these things, which is wow. No, he's not in charge. Yeah, no, Matt's in charge of you know all the grown up yeah. tasks. Your boy. We Matt. just look at the people who haven't had t-shirts yet and call them t-shirt idiots yeah t <laughs> have you seen the t-shirt idiots nah they want t-shirts yeah you guys so handle like so idiots. much they paid for one <laughs> sorry it's head sorry of, head of condens 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 I was going to say condensation <laughs> head of condensation stop being so condensationing pretty moist um, but yeah I realised that actually like one person hadn't had one for a month. One person had been waiting for four months for a Gee, t-shirt. Wow, and as far as I was aware, how do you not lose? How do you not lose your shit four-month waiting, man? Well, that oh. was na- that was a Joseph hope, Bland. Joseph Bland. I hope you're still a listener, beloved reader, Joseph Bland. Well, I feel bad. Thank you for correcting me. On my he is a beloved reader. If I was him, though, I would cancel my Patreon. To be honest, <laughs> probably <laughs> that is fucked. Sorry, mate. But I felt bad because he said I'd like it as soon as possible. Please, this was a note on the order. I'm going to wear this to hopefully make the right kind of university friends. So, yeah, hopefully you have made... Yeah, I think you dodged the bullet there. I think yeah, you don't... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, regular features is a term two introduction. Don't, don't come across like a fucking weird... It's probably <laughs> a year two thing recently. You're, you're, all the friends you've made in your first year, you'll hate them 12 months from now, but that seems like an impossible statement now. Um, but in the second year, you'll meet people who all love regular features because by then, of course, we'll all be superstar, mega famous and... If anyone doesn't like it, will be a mega scrub. But anyway, sorry to Nathan Jackson. <laughs> scrub. Wow. Scrub I went there, is right? <laughs> Scrubs. Emily Munoz and Alex Ruffsedge, which I still think sounds like Ruffsedge, if you say it really, really badly. Ruffsedge. Would you like, are you interested in some Ruffsedge? I like Ruffsex. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to try that yourself, Alex. Just say it to people in bars, see how you get on. Sorry. <laughs> Are they getting their t-shirts? They've got them already. Oh, I just that's to, good. I just wanted to apologise for the fact that they were unbelievably late. Um, yeah. Mind you, to that point, four months, you must think you've been fucked over by some kind of, I don't know, a, a dishonest conspiracy. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so Consumer he, rights and that. that dare, I dare say his little heart burst with glee when he realised that we're not monsters. It's yeah, a hopefully. conspiracy of ignorance and incompetence. That's that's my favourite. <laughs> that's my favourite musical. <laughs> regular, regular. Yeah. <laughs>
regular patient regular patient cloud you take out the guard on the left hold on tifa i'm charging up my thing are you i'm almost i'm almost ready just give it a second right okay here here i go here i go you just threw a, you just threw a potion at I him. I know, I know. I pressed the wrong thing. Oh, fucking hell! You didn't even heal him or anything. He's already got all of his hit points. Well, then what's the fucking problem? Well, the problem is you're chucking our potions around like a big wally. That's what the problem is, Cloud. Those potions are supposed to be for for everyone. Allow me, ladies. Barrett, you sure do know how to make an entrance. That's because I'm a big man and I have a gun for an arm and we're all best friends. You guys are my closest friends. I would tell you all of my secrets. I love our platonic friendship a lot. Guys, let's keep moving. I also love our friendship, but we do have to do this mission. I love you. Barrett's right. Let's go blow up this Mako reactor and teach Shinra what for. Remember Shinra from this game? It makes me feel nice to remember Shinra and Mako reactors. It's good to say the word Midgar out loud. Was this game even any good? I can't quite tell anymore, but I know I was happy when I was playing it. Maybe happier than I've ever been since. Tifa, are you all right? You're not making any sense. Yeah, you're beginning to sound like a man in his early 30s, yearning for a romanticized version of his own childhood, desperate to anchor his memories in some old feelings of belonging that were felt in a different time, chasing an ambition, a hope that now feels lost. Yeah, you sound like that. Sorry, sorry, I just I just went a bit mental there. Let's just keep going. Tifa's right. We have to blow up this reactor as best friends and then get the f out of here. Let's do it. And Sorry, sorry, I just have to call you out there on using the word mental. It's just, and I'm sure you know this, that stigmatizes mental health problems. I'm just really not cool with language like that. Oh god, yeah, of course, sorry. It just it just sort of came no, out. No, no, it's fine. You learn and you change. I'm sure I've said it before too. It, it's cool, honestly. It's Look, cool. everyone, here comes a giant deformed mutant boss character. Everybody on guard. Cloud! Aim for its spastic-looking leg. On it. Barrett, shoot it in its stupid gimp face. Jesus Christ, guys. It looks like an acid attack victim. You can't say things like this. This giant mongoloid doesn't have feelings, Barrett. They don't have feelings. They're not human. Why are you saying they all of a sudden? Why are you generalizing this one mutant monster that we're fighting? All, all of this othering is really making me uncomfortable. Cloud, use your abortion sword to finish the job. Why do you have a sword called that? I found it in a cave. You found it in a cave. You're on a quest to my best sword. Fine, fine, whatever. I thought this mission was going to teach us something about nostalgia for the video games of our childhood, but it's distorted into something else entirely now. It's something to do with inappropriate language surrounding medical conditions, and then the word abortion was thrown in at the end for some cheap shock value. Barrett, perhaps by revisiting the games of our youth, we inevitably destroy the way in which we remember them. Like how you mustn't touch a butterfly's wings, or else the wing dust will rub off on your finger, and then the butterfly can't fly without its wing dust. No, Tifa, that's not it. There isn't There isn't a lesson here. You both just started shouting spastic a lot. No, no, I think Tifa's right. Memories are like photographs that fade in the light, withering totems of another time in our lives that we strive over and over to recreate, finding only hollow disappointment when we do. Like... 
like when you touch a butterfly's wings and a bit of the <laughs> wing comes off between your fingertips, you really mustn't touch a butterfly. Yeah, and that's why we said abortion sword. It was to teach you that Final Fantasy 15 isn't good and that you're old now and you have a job and that stops you playing video games. Guys, watch out, here comes another enemy. This time it's a house with arms and legs. That's retarded. <laughs> now, now he, he gets, gets it. it. That is really linking black people and gun culture, isn't it? He literally oh, has a gun for an arm. Oh, yeah, and he couldn't help but shoot someone. Isn't that what happened? No, because his white friend had a gun for an arm as well. Uh, Didn't he shoot him? No, no. Is They both got guns for arms when he was hanging off a cliff and they, their arms got shot off. Yeah, By each other's arms. <laughs> and they both got guns for heads. <laughs> they came back with guns for heads. Yeah. It seemed like a weird reaction. <laughs> one of them was sad. <laughs> and then he di- one died. He was sort of like, pick up. Hold my, I can't hold my daughter with my head anymore. <laughs> Every time I try and kiss my baby, I shoot her. <laughs> kissing, uh, kissing is the trigger. It's the worst. Kissy, thing. kissy, bang, bang. That was my feature, by the way. I did that one. And what was it about? What the hell was that all about? Final Fantasy, if I'm playing Final Fantasy 15, And I thought... Ah, oh, this feels like I'm reaching for some feelings. I used to like when I played a video game. Yeah, yeah, from a long time ago. The only sort of window I've got for video games is when I come up from work at the end of the night and half twelve till half two, half cut, trying to get your head around some fucking mad fucking chocobo. chocobo. <laughs> I'm not getting I'm not getting my head around a chocobo. <laughs> I haven't got that far yet. I haven't even got the ferry to fucking if the you're main game to, yet. If you're trying to get your head around the combat uh, system, you won't. Because it's fucking nonsense. It's dumbass shit for moron yeah, pricks. Whoa, Steve. I thought we learned a, a lesson in your feature oh, about yeah. saying these. Stop stupidity shaming, Steve. Stupidity shaming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fucking teeth. Stupid people are people too. They're just fucking stupid. <laughs> so, guys, I know a lot of people have been wondering why hasn't Matt been on the podcast? Where's Matt been? Why hasn't he been selling people t shirts? It's amazing how quickly these things become the new normal and no one questions it, Matt. I literally had forgotten. I was gone for like five months (laughs) and everyone forgot my name. Really five months? It's been like four or five months, yeah, I think. It's been since like the summer. Get your dick out of my mouth with your line. I'm not gonna get my lying dick out of your mouth, love. It's the truth. And you're just gonna have to let it sit there on your tongue quietly and accept it, all right? Why does it fizzle on his tongue? I covered it with vinegar. Oh, that still so, wouldn't make it fizzle. And then I put baking <laughs> and, powder in his mouth. Oh, I'm so glad right, I'm one of those people that can genetically fold their tongue around, because I feel like I'm giving your tongue, a, your little penis, a comfy home. Picking a blanket. Picking a blanket. <laughs> Who's a pig? Who's a blanket? Anyway. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that the end of King Kong? Who was the pig? Who was the blanket? Perhaps we are Perhaps the pig. Was both, we're both of them? Hmm. So mm. beauty killed the beast. <laughs> anyway, it sounds like you've accepted this truth now, Log, so we can move on. But listen, I just wanted to talk a little bit about where I've been gone. And so where I've been gone, well, there's been lots of things. Obviously, my wife's been very ill, obviously, and all that. But the truth of the matter is, where have I been? Well, I have been trapped in a leisure centre changing room for the past eight weeks. Knew it. So now this is my feature, entitled, I have been trapped in a leisure centre changing room for the past eight weeks. I really want to hear some observational locker comedy. Oh, locker room chat. So, oh, good. oh, yeah. 
bum you know, them, you're not getting bum, it. Bum them in the tits. You know, that's, that's, that's what that's what guys oh, saying. I've got to take that line out. I'm <laughs> <laughs> preempting my jokes. <laughs> so I try. I I went for a swim. And uh, I tried to open the changing room door soon after entering, you know, for obvious reasons, but found that I was unable to do so. So, you know, emasculated and embarrassed, I stood semi-naked and called for help. No one came. Uh, I could hear others coming and going, young mothers sharing sort of cheerful gripes with each other, elderly women popping in for a dip, you know, it's good for your health. Uh, But for reasons unknown, they could never hear me. It didn't matter how how much I shouted. My my throat became raw from effort after hours of breathing air tinged with kind of bits of chlorine. And school parties would arrive and come and go for their weekly lessons and leave just as quickly ebbing and flowing and a crash of noise like little kind of human pebbles in and out. And, you know, when, when I could hear the kids, that was how I could tell it was the day, you know. Um, I could hear voices and movement outside. All around the clock, though, 24 hours a day, and the strip, strip lights in my cubicle never really change. You know, they, they flicker sometimes before food would appear. Or just before the yellow shirts would come to let me out, um, and they put they put little they put little bits of wood at the bottom of each cubicle to stop you know cheeky Benjamins or sex offenders allowing themselves a, a naughty peek of <laughs> cheeky Benjamins. Yeah, having a favourite denomination of American banknotes. Yes, <laughs> having a little having a little look underneath the thing at who was getting Benjamin dressed. Benjamin was a BJ. Oh well, that's Benji. not a cheeky Benjamin. That's <laughs> Is that a good nickname. Oh, <laughs> I just made it up. But cheeky Benjamin sounds like a great. Did it mean blowjob? No, it didn't. It's, it's nice when you invent something good. that seems so ambiguous yeah. that everyone can make up their own meaning yeah. for it. Is it money? Is it a blowjob? Yeah. At the end of the day, they're both legal tender. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I, <laughs> they're both legal, and one of them is tender. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> Can be. And like the new five pound notes, it's not vegan, let me tell you. <laughs> Does contain trace amounts of beef. <laughs> pork. Some sort of animal proteins. Oh, but yeah, I got in there and I I, I undressed myself once uh, eight weeks ago and have since remained in this in this current state. There's a gap that exists below the door to the lockers uh, and above the cubicle in every direction, but attempts to climb away or, or squeeze beneath in an act of desperate escape have, have all been without hope. I'm, I'm suddenly robbed of all energy, struck down by this inexplicable weakness, as if I'm suddenly a man made of damp twiglets, but with a single quaver for my head and hair, and maybe a normal crisp for my body, but like a long crisp. <laughs> maybe one of those like fancy flatbread-style crisps, but damp and therefore weak without structure or vigour or the means to enact purpose. So I fail to escape, and those outside do not notice my wild and weak and crisp-like motions, at which point the lights flicker and the yellow shirts will surely come. There's a, no LucasAide or machine snacks for me on those days, just a bag of old goggles, which are chewy and tough. <laughs> After four weeks, the yellow shirts began to let me out of it. You know, assured that I'd learnt the rules of their ways and would behave as required in their sacred world. Walk, do not run. You must shower. No bombs. Heavy pets are not permitted. And the first heavy pets. <laughs> first night, <laughs> night of freedom, they open the door at what must have been night. Yellow shirts, red shorts, some sort of dark blue flip-flop thing. Some wore plimsolls or simple sports trainers, and they were fit, slightly tanned. One had really nice hair, you know, those big dark curls. They're really tight, you know, but not a lot of not a lot of frizz either. This wasn't a man who ever went in the water. None of them did. That was that was for me. The first night they allowed me to gorge myself on whatever I wanted from the snack machine in the foyer. 
And they showed me my belongings and my mobile phone, my clothes neatly folded in a locked glass cabinet alongside a selection of high-quality but frankly overpriced swimming caps and nose clips. Rejuvenated and full of beans, they uh, carried me to the water's edge and I began the swim. Swim, 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 they chanted as I swam and swam and swam and swam until my limbs spiked, my limbs spiked with angry pain and I found that I can control them no more. Drown, 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 they would chant as my front crawl slowed to the pace of a crawl and I slowly began to sink to the bottom. And then the yellow shirts would all blow their tiny whistles and I would have to swim to the edge of the pool and they would lean forward and put their hands on their knees and give me a real talking to about the importance of rules in a leisure centre. And every night since then has been the same. I sit in my cubicle chewing effervescent energy tablets and goggles and pretending to do magic tricks with my Speedo swimming cap. Ta-da! Oh, it's some old goggles. Oh, it still, <laughs> still makes me laugh. Um, I keep thinking I've worked out what you are, but I don't think you're anything. I thought he was a bee for a while. I thought, I thought he was a, a little flotation device that helps you swim for a I bit. I thought he was one a, of those things that you, a brick that you go and pick up from the bottom of the I thing. I thought he was a, a resuscitation test dummy. Yeah, well, carry on. I let you presume there's a twist. <laughs> yeah, but the yellow shirts had, uh, had grown worried, and they fear that my work alone is not enough to keep the waters clean, to keep their souls whole, to sate the Lord beneath the tiles. The leaders of the yellow shirts, David and Tanya, wished to perform a sweaty sacrifice by leaving me for 48 hours in the sauna, but I survived their trials of heat and wood and returned with a power over these people. It is now that I realise that this is my place, and they in turn must accept theirs. But our work needs many more hands to be done, and for that we must build so many more cubicles. So, why not join your local leisure centre? <laughs> the benefits to your health and well-being are huge. You can come alone and take part in swimming, or aerobics, or perhaps the gym. Why not come alone and play a game of squash? Come alone at night and talk to a member of staff about the current deals on memberships. Come now, tell no one, and enjoy a better you for 2017. A healthy glow. Come now, alone. Thank you. Christ. So that's where I've been. I've been uh, in the Leisure Centre. Leisure Centre, fantastic. You should come. I just don't like the lockers. I don't mind lockers. <laughs> I don't mind lockers where if you get your little punch, your credit card thing with punch dolls in it, that you get back at the end. Oh, right, you got to put pound but, in. But pound in, and then you have to fucking thread a pin through your cosy. Yeah. What we Eventually, doing? all the olds in my cosy are going to join up and I'm going to be naked in the pool. Well, yeah. my and that's actually center. against the rules. So, yeah. like, you're breaking, you're forcing me to break the, own, break the rules. It's Kafkaesque. Today, when I went in, they did try and upsell me a special wristband I could wear so I could swim and it could... She was like, oh, it's great because it will track your time and calories. And I just had to nod and smile and stop myself from going... I just come here to stop myself circling the edge of depression like one of those coins <laughs> and those spinny things you get ah, at the pier I mean, side. They don't last long, do they, those no, coins either? No, exactly. <laughs> so instead I just sort of went, thanks, maybe. So those coins eventually drop in. They do. So, so Max, I'm glad give I didn't... me a call when you... <laughs> I didn't say that, though, so it's fine. <laughs> maybe with a Fitbit you could monitor how quickly you're falling down the little colourful <laughs> hole. I was like, that's true. Because <laughs> it gets quicker and quicker, and that's really exciting. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to go forever. I'm maybe gonna... if I ask, they've got colourful rubber wristbands that have a smiley face after I've done and encourage me that everything's going to be okay. I don't like Yay! the concept of That's a leisure. Right. Everything is going to be okay, Matt. <laughs> Yay! Why is leisure centred on one specific spot? 
Leisure should be, should be evenly distributed across the city. Also, why are they so P- fucking expensive? micro-thin layer of leisure. It's a sense of leisure that everyone has <laughs> in every building they walk into. It's like, well, it's quite leisurely. There is a fuckload of leisure in my leisure centre, though. <laughs> leisure should be like a cobweb that you walk through occasionally. Yeah. Oh, fuck, what? But they oh, shouldn't oh, pile it all up in one, in one spot. I've discovered like a haunted is... house of <laughs> <Yeah>. cobwebs. <laughs> so... yeah, but there is there is a, there is a fucking massive cobweb of, of leisure at my leisure centre. In the fact, that I've discovered there's a, a lovely Afro Caribbean community that just pop in twice a week just to use the steam rooms and the sauna, and they just hang around for hours, just chatting and steaming. And it's like, well, that's racist. I'm being ostensibly happy. Can't say that Afro Caribbean people all. Love saunas. That's a weird. That's a weird thing to just come out and say. That's what I heard. And and you said they invaded your leisure centre. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Also, why are they all called Shazam? Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) That's coming out. (laughs) To call back. So two episodes ago, regular features was ruined. Defiled. <laughs> Soiled. Soiled. Yeah. I, I could... It's not the only thing that was ruined. A, an an a innocent number, egg. A number of tanga <laughs> eggs were ruined in what I can only describe as episode 220 of regular features. Mm. One that I had no part in and uh, one that basically sexualised my friends in a way that I need to pull back from the brink because oh, I... God, yeah. I do not want to think of you all as creatures with dicks or that you use for actual masturbation. Right, I was not the driving force behind this episode. Was it Gav? 220 of regular... It was Gav. But what you oh. did do, Steve... He did what? Do you yeah. want to describe no, what... You, no, you, 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 do, you describe the premise. Gavin went on a trip to Japan, whereupon he purchased a half dozen sex Tenga eggs. sex eggs, which eggs. are one-shot masturbatory aids... Um, a sort of rubberized sheath, kind of like a super thick condom in the shape of an egg with all sort of texture on the inside that you masturbate into. I can't help but think you're waxing lyrical about this egg just to delay what happened in episode 2220, where to review the eggs, you nipped out of the room, add a little wank, actual wank, out of your penis, horrifying the nation, and then came back in and talked about it. We're all grown up. Or did you... Or did you? Because I need to rewrite rewrite the history. I need to go back in my the fly machine because the fly was about time travel. Yeah, <laughs> he, went, he went into the time travel. He went into the teleportation pod with a clock, <laughs> and, and he a came fly out. Fly landed on the clock, and then he went, "Oh fuck, <laughs> time flies." Oh shit! That's the tip. We've got a tagline, boys. Let's make this film. <laughs> the clock went back in time on its own, and he ended up like half man, half fly. And the clock was like, "Better oh, fucking invent idiot. sundials, <laughs> otherwise I'd never be born." <laughs> <laughs> that would have been another film. The show me that one. I've got to invent sundials quickly. <laughs> I'm running out of whatever oh, I am. Oh, oh. The tagline: "It's a race." 
four time. Oh, not, not, not nice. against time. Yeah. Yeah. Four time. Yeah. And also time flies, because meanwhile in the future, Jeff Goldblum's turning into a fly. <laughs> it's like a B plot. Like, instead of a B, it's a fly. <laughs> Christ, I wouldn't make this film. Can we get Jeff Goldblum on the phone? I think he'd do it. He's doing weird shit right now. I don't even know what Jeff Goldblum's doing right now. No. I can only imagine it's this. <laughs> See, I get really nervous when we talk about the episode where I wanked because I am embarrassed about that. You don't have to be embarrassed about that because it was a genuinely an interesting episode where you talked sensibly about wanking yeah. in a non-titillating way. It was actually a good it episode. It really wasn't filthy. It was like kind of like uh, consumer advice. This isn't about you, Steve. It's about my awkwardness with you being a genuinely sexual creature rather than the fantastical galactic fuck bot that I make you <laughs> in my features. <laughs> I'm a doodle of a fuckbot. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you can just rewind to before in episode 220, when you left that room to go and ostensibly have a wank into an egg, I'd like to tell the readers what actually happened. Ideally, at this point, readers, they'll put the bit from episode 220 in where Steve leaves the room. If that doesn't happen, you can just imagine it. Just yes? Imagine I've left the room. Just imagine Steve. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> that fooled them. Now I'm going to spend some time with Matt and Log, my real friends. They're cool and sophisticated, like cucumbers and children wearing makeup. I'm glad you could make it, Steve. We've got blood all over the place and murder weapons everywhere. Hooray! Matt and Log are involved in a well-observed CSI Miami episode. Who cares about wanking into an egg now? The black light shows up a dollop of what may or may not be spunk on the sideboard. Spunk, you say? Well, that's no laughing matter, but nor is it shocking. It's a simple fact that there is a dollop of spunk, maybe, on the sideboard. Just to reiterate, so when I left my bedroom to go for a wank... (laughs) What happened was... You walked through a portal to meet me and Matt okay. to have an adventure, not wank on an egg. Okay, all right. <laughs> Consider a amount of spunk involved in this as well. Yes, but... It's much more... Wing- but spunk. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, Joey Charlie. Let's go back, back to the CSI um, <laughs> version of reality that you but, created. But spunk. But spunk. So mature. Spunk can be evidence for a crime and not just something you yank madly out mm. of your dicky bamboo for yucks. <laughs> I've done an type 2 analysis of all the blood, which has gone all everywhere, up the walls and that. It appears to have come out of all of the big holes in the dead bodies. Astute analysis. Make a note of that, Maureen, but don't reply. There aren't enough people and none of us do good girl voices. Now tie these dead bodies to a helicopter like corks on an Australian's hat and fly them to the lab. I need to use blood magic to suck clues out of their guts. Welcome to CSI Voodoo. I'm Detective Inspector Shadow Man. And I'm Dead Columbo. And I'm the plucky lightsider who can suck clues out of people since he beat death at chess. Voodoo Crime Solutions! I just said Lucians. It's like grime yeah. lotion. Like, Seen... I'm people from St. Lucia. <laughs> I came in late with the last... St. Lucia is probably where voodoo mm. happens. Scene two, in the lab. I'll just get sucking on this then. Back in a mo. <laughs> so, uh, so what are you getting Mrs. Dead Columbo for Christmas then? Oh, she says not to buy her anything. Oh, Jesus, mate. Don't, don't, don't fall for that. Well, obviously. I mean, she doesn't 
But she doesn't actually want the thing. I mean, she, she hasn't dropped a hint all year. Last year I got her some perfume. She said thanks. She's not worn it. I'll tell you what. What? You should get a Steve to suck a clue about what she wants out of her arsehole. Shallow man, that's not cool. That's Mrs. Dead Columbo. Come on, man. Light enough. It's just a bit of voodoo lab banter. Jesus Christ. Christ. Oh, that's, that's really knocked me for six, that has. Steve sucking a clue out of... She, she's bedridden, Steve. I mean, she can hardly... She can, she can hardly move. Oh, come on, mate. I'm sorry. I've got it! The penultimate clue. It's a book of matches from a seedy nightclub. Let's, Let's go! All go, all go there! Let's all go there! <laughs> Scene three. In a nightclub, that is where we are. Just a quick warning, guys. I've nearly been gone for as long as it takes to wank into an egg. If I don't get back to episode 220 soon, Gavin Joe might start to suspect I'm having proper grown-up adventures with you guys. It's okay. I think I've spotted the final clue. Check out that go-go dancer. Oh, yeah. It's on the end of his dick. But he's helicoptering so fast, we'll never be able to suck it out at that velocity. The physics is too sophisticated and highbrow. Pass me my difficult maths pad and sex bib. I'm going in. (laughs) Whoa! In a thrilling action sequence, you actually sucked the clue out of his dick. Quickly. We've got to solve the clue in about 30 seconds. Read it. Read it. It just says chocolate ice cream. Hmm. Feast is a kind of ice cream. Chocolate is dark, like midnight. So we're looking for a midnight feast. But crime is something you shouldn't do. So what creature shouldn't eat after midnight? Simple. Mogwai. So we need to know which Mogwai didn't eat after midnight. Well, that was Gizmo, obviously, but they must have known we'd get that, so it's a red herring. What's another word for Gizmo? That's right. Gadget. And being detectives, the killer would know we'd need to inspect a gadget. And what did Inspector Gadget say when he tried to stop crime? Go-go gadget legs! So that means... It was the go-go dancer all along. You're under arrest, go-go dancer person. Oh, you can't prove nothing, pigs. You ain't got no evidence, see? But that clue wasn't the only thing I sucked out of your dick. Take this spunk dollop back to the lab. I think you'll find it's exactly the same shape as the one on the sideboard. Oh, that's some evidence! I admit it. I killed all those people with the murder weapons. But I've learned my lesson, and I'm good now. Well, guys, like the melancholy end to a kid's TV show, it's time for me to go back to the boring real world where I pretended to wank into an egg. Bye! (sighs) There goes the best goddamn detective in town. He must never be allowed to mature into a real adult. He would be too powerful. Bum, bum. I think we've got the basis for a Netflix original there. I Um, think so. There's a fuckload of them at the moment, so why not? You're like, I'm Steptoe and you're Steptoe's son. Like, I never let you have a sex life because, frankly, it would disrupt my life too much. Fair. (laughs) And also, in this world, it would eliminate the barrier between the living and the dead. So, please, Steve, don't go wanking into eggs, please. It was pathetic. Well, I did. Go compared to, yeah. <laughs> compared to the, fun, the fun rambunctious yeah. adventure that we've had to worse get. about what happened now. I must say, though, to make you feel less bad, like I, I, I mentioned this to you in person, but not on the podcast, the fact that 
I, from just seeing you guys chatting about Tenger Eggs on Twitter and on WhatsApp and all that, mm. I came to the conclusion that rather than it being like a simple sheath-style condom wanky toy hidden within an egg, I thought that they were just sex eggs that you put up your arse. You were really confused because no one said arse. I know they didn't. Uh, I know they didn't. And I, I don't know why I got so confused, but I did. I and Because love eggs are something yeah. you do pop up. That's that why is that is the linking there. word. Yeah. I know that eggs are things that in sex land go up your bum. And also I got really confused on the fact that like the one that Steve got originally, because it was like an accident egg, he I remember him saying on WhatsApp, Oh, I think there's something wrong with mine. It's already it's all full of lube. Yeah. And so, so but, I, I got a my, break. I got it. <laughs> my God, it's full of lube. My God, it's full of lube. Because of that, though, I assume that that was like wrong in the idea that like it's full of lube and that, that actually in reality, usually you would fill it something yourself, but this one's already got lube in it. So for whatever reason. You fill it with cheese normally. I came to the That's conclusion. Like one of those toys that encourages dogs to play with them. <laughs> yeah. I came to two conclusions. You were talking about wanking into them, and then I thought that this one's already full of lube. So I assumed that it was something that basically uh, it was like an egg shaped thing that you wanked into and then sh- shoved up your or someone else's ass. the idea of this big kind of spunk filled egg and the, the funny thing is I thought you guys were being filthy for doing it on the podcast but in reality I think my brain was uh, about yeah, 12 times you, worse yeah, you outpaced us in that regard I mean I thought Joe had done it on a podcast and I was like fucking hell he's come out of his out of his shell. <laughs> he's, oh, um, he's come into yeah. his shell. We had a lot of feedback from that episode uh one thing is for certain you should not flush um no sex products like that down the toilet no like Thames Water have a big website about there's a there's a, there's a big picture of a gross sewer that's all done up in fat and tenga eggs because of people like me uh, yeah Steve oh, <laughs> I mean that's <laughs> the thing you, you felt eggs. embarrassed about that episode but actually I think the only embarrassing thing that about is it the only embarrassing thing that. about it was that I flush it down the toilet but it was like a moment of like that Weird. You can see why you. My decision making capabilities were temporarily. Well, that's just your altered. gay abandon coming out again, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Don't be homophobic. Oh, it's just. It's, just, it's, it's enough out of you, Matt. You said the thing about the Afro Caribbeans and the sauna. That's true, though. They do. They do. <laughs> they do. <laughs> Thank you for listening to episode two hundred and twenty-two. Two two of the regular features podcast. Toodaloo. Toodaloo. Not yet. Oh no. Oh, sorry. Oh. I need to say something about. Did you like it? Did you like it, person listening? I really liked it Reader. until I was like racist and homophobic. Yeah, I'm sorry. Spoiled uh, for myself, oh, sort of. You're all right. <laughs> you're all right. We forgive you. Up until then, <laughs> up until then, I was, I was, I was great. Yeah. Uh, if other people listening, if the readers like it, what can they do? What can you? What can they do? Log. What can they do? Well, number one on the big list of things you can do as a regular feature reader who wants to help out is go to. Patreon.com or regular features where you can give as much or as little as you want. And that just helps us do what we do. It, we've got we've got expenses, baby, and it's we need to cover them. Two to two helps us do what we do. <laughs> we would not have gotten to two to two without you, you, you. A two to Tutan Carmen's tomb, please. We've also got some live shows coming up. This, uh, is, yeah. this, this is the bus to Tutan Carmen's tomb, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um live shows it's sixth of February or the seventh? I can't remember. First Monday of Feb. So nothing uh, in January, because January is dead to us. Yeah, we're going to have a little bit of a rest. Let's not January. That's not January yet. It's a podcast fallow zone. Mm. Uh, but yeah, we've got uh, live shows in January and onwards from that. So look on oh, the website. Live shows in February. What, what, what? Literally just say we're not doing them in January. 
No, no, no. You just said we've got live shows in January. Oh, my God. You just said January. That's not even a word. I'm being disingenuous. (laughs) (laughs) February onwards, we've got live shows. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, also, if you you don't want to do any of those things, you go to iTunes and give us a rating. Or we do have T-shirts as well. Uh, It may take you (laughs) up to four four months. months. To receive one. Well, why not chuck your money into the so, t-shirt pit? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you can get them at uh, bigcartel.com, regular features. Just com- combine some of those words into Google and it will take you to the right place. Yeah. Uh, theatre.com is where we do the live shows. You can. Uh, they may not be on sale yet, but they will be on sale very soon. Also, it's my birthday in February, so everyone has to bring me a present. What? Uh, yes, what? and also it's my birthday in January, so bring me one, Whoa, for the one that we missed. There's no live shows in January, mate. You don't get jack diddly toops. <laughs> two pack sure two pack sure <laughs> thank you for listening I shit my bibs <laughs> that's Log he shit his bibs I've been Matt I haven't shit anything but I'm Steve welcome to the podcast goodbye I mean, I mean goodbye <laughs>